everyone. I hope that you have had a lovely, productive week. Uh, it's been pretty busy over here with the start of Q2. Uh, mostly just going through and reflecting on uh, the results of some experiments that I had going on in terms of moving business forward uh, in the first quarter that I'm really just seeing what's worked and what hasn't worked and really trying to focus, of course, you know, 80-20 rule in full effect, really trying to do the 20% of the work that's driving the 80% of the efforts. Um, so unfortunately, one of those things was trying to be more consistent about reporting on Anchor. That did not work in terms of being consistent, but it did work in terms of really getting me to think and process a lot of the things that I learned. Um, it's one of these things that I repeat a lot when I speak in to people who are um, ask me some of the, the routines and things that I do that keep me successful and balanced. And one of those is uh, always be learning. So part of my morning routine is really learning something new for the day, whether it's um, reading some pages out of a book that I might be reading, uh, checking out some industry-related publications or long-form um, content that really gets me thinking about new ways of looking at the world and more specifically entrepreneurship and psychology. So as a result, <laughs> one of those things that I want to talk about is this book that I have been recommending to everyone that I've read. Um, it's Susan David's Emotional Agility, uh, which is one of those that I, I came across and I saw the title and I was like, that just sounds super cool. I'm really interested to see what that is. And then quickly added it to the list, the really long reading list that I have and did not get back to it. Um, but I finally picked up the audiobook version of it, which um, has been really great for me um, and, and just trying to absorb more content. There's always so much content to consume and I'm trying to think of, always think of new ways of doing it. Um, and this was my first foray reading, quote unquote, reading a nonfiction audiobook. Um, but to go back to the point, one of the things that I loved about this book is that she does an excellent job of one being incredibly thorough about a very thorny topic. Um, I'm one of these people that says that, you know, I'm not a fan of feelings and I think especially when you look at um, things like emotions in business or emotions in entrepreneurship, it's a topic that really doesn't get discussed very much and to the extent that it does get discussed, it's always negative. And one of the things that I love about this book is that first, she's talking about this from the standpoint of generally these are skills that are applicable across your entire life, but more specifically, it's the universality of um, identifying your emotions, really being able to manage them in a way that is positive that I think is really relevant for entrepreneurs today more than ever, uh, just if not simply because um, you're a human and you have to deal with the sort of humanity of your emotions, um, but more importantly, I think as you look at sort of the landscape of building a company, of really just thinking of that mindset shift of moving from employee to founder to CEO, all of those three major transitions are just huge shifts in the way that you look at the world, huge shifts in the, um, the sort of external things that are coming at you and therefore huge shifts in the sort of emotional responses that you have because you're getting new things thrown at you so you're going to respond obviously in new ways. Um, so I think that this is really relevant for um, building better self-awareness, which I always think is inherently a good thing, as well as, uh, secondly, being able to better anticipate what your response might be so you can plan uh, 
what you might do in the future when adversity arises, adversity arises rather than if it arises. So uh, I love the fact that she frames this when she talks about emotional agility and just really defining the term. It's just this idea that, you know, if you think of agile, of course, the reverse of that is being rigid. And the book starts off with the story of the sea captain who is uh, captaining a ship. He's highly decorated, very expert. Uh, you know, everything that you would expect in someone who is just about as close to the top of his rank as possible. And he calls out, um, you know, the ship is sailing in the middle of the night see a light and they call out to this light and they say you know turn your ship and then the person on the other end of the radio says no you sir need to turn your ship and you know the captain kind of gets really perturbed it's like who is this unknown person to think that you know maybe he doesn't know who I am so then he goes in and shares his rank and his history and it says turn your ship and the unknown person at the, at the light says, no, sir, you need to turn your ship. So by now the captain is getting really upset. You know, he demands that he turns his ship. You know, he's really throwing his weight around and the sort of armada that he's commanding. And the person on the other end of the radio finally tells him, sir, you need to turn your ship because I am a lighthouse. You are about to run aground. If you don't turn, you will wreck your boat, basically. And I love that she uses this story as an example of just drawing this really sharp contrast between the rigidity of this captain, you know, reacting rather than responding to what's being spoken to him and thinking that it is a sign of insubordination, that it's a sign of insolence, that it's a sign of someone who doesn't respect their elders. And I think that all of us do this in life. We get, uh, you know, we face adversity, we face challenges, and our first response is to get defensive and to attribute the worst to what is being thrown at us, and then we respond in kind. We get defensive, we shut down, um, and you can't really build a business in that kind of headspace. Um, you can't be innovative in that headspace, you can't be creative in that headspace, and it's fundamentally a killer to our success when we react rather than respond. And so her whole principles in talking about emotional agility are really just about um, that distinction. Like, how can you respond, i.e. how can you sort of see your emotion, you know, identify it first, because a lot of us don't do that. Um, and then secondly, then be able to interpret that in a way that is both true to reality, as true as it can be, as well as true to yourself. And third and lastly, choose your response to what you are interpreting. Those are her overall sort of uh, uh, definitions generally about the difference between uh, sort of emotional rigidity rather than agility is that, that choice. And she shares this quote from Viktor Frankl that says, between stimulus and response, there's a space, and in that space is our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. That's the root of emotional agility. Um, and so it's really just about being more dynamic, being more flexible, more agile in the way that you encounter the world, deal with stress, deal with setbacks, of course, which is huge. Um, just this sort of resilience that's needed to actually be an entrepreneur. Um, continuing to stay engaged, to remain open, to remain uh, receptive to things that you may receive that may be beneficial to you because rigidity also closes out the good things. Um, and really, again, just the energy and desire to continue to pursue your long-term goals um, and really accept like where you're coming from in a way that you're not trying to dismiss things in your background, that you aren't um, a 
afraid of pursuing uh, big, lofty, and therefore scary goals. Um, so I really thought that this book was really, really wonderful and just normalizing a lot of the fear that I think all of us face in trying to chase those big, hairy-ass goals. Um, so I just wanted to outline um, four steps to her process that she talks about in terms of, uh, like I said, like be allowing yourself to be in the moment and be more emotional, emotionally agile. Um, so her first was showing up. So really uh, facing into your thoughts and emotions willingly and with kindness. So it's not just enough to recognize them. Like it's really about doing that without judgment. Her second step is around stepping out. So again, that detaching and observing their emotions for what they are, again, without judgment, and trying to think of what are more appropriate ways for you to respond to those uh, emotions and thoughts you might be having. Her third step, walking your why. So both being clear on and reminding yourself of what are your core values, the key, the essential goals that you are pursuing, um, and really uh, taking more of a long view in this. It's not really about winning the battle in order to lose the war. Like she really talks about um, having a future gaze about what does this mean over the course of my life? What does this mean for the future of my business? What does it mean for the future of this really important um, relationship in my life? Um, and really staying grounded in what your why is um, so that your decision making can come from that place rather than from I'm really angry and offended and so let me hurt this person right now. Uh, and then the fourth and last step that she talks about um, are about moving on. So this idea of uh, one of the things that I talk about a lot like t making um, taking small steps, making tiny tweaks um, and really being able to balance uh, the tension between um, challenging yourself versus uh, mastery. Um, so trying to grow in a way, so continually challenging yourself, that's what's needed for growth, but don't challenge yourself so much that you give up. So those are the four steps that she really outlines. Um, the rest of the book is chock full of amazing psychological research, which for a psych nerd like me, um, even for me, was a lot to dive into, but I really respected and enjoyed the fact that it was so thoroughly um, detailed and annotated to really substantiate the four steps um, that she really talks about. Um, and she talks a lot about from this um, standpoint of getting hooked. So those four steps that I outline are about getting unhooked, so getting out of that space of being the captain as you're taking umbrage at someone pushing back um, and getting to a place where you can be uh, more rational, but not to the, not rational to the point of ignoring your emotions, but using them as information because that's all your emotions are. It's another form of information for you to be able to make decisions. Um, so yeah, that was my summary of this book, um, commonly that I really, <laughs> that I really enjoyed. Um, the one thing I think that jumped out at me is, um, and something that I've always repeated myself is that talking about the power of narratives and talking about the power of stories, because a lot of this really, because it's your inner world, um, it's one of these things that I've always said too, that we are the sum of the stories that we tell about ourselves to ourselves. And so she talks a lot about narratives and your inner critic and your inner voice and how that voice is unreliable when it comes to actually interpreting situations. So being able to separate your inner critic from your emotions and not conflating the two so that you can get the information that your emotions are trying to tell you, um, but not have that be clouded by the judgment of your inner critic so that you don't fall in the space of 
conflating your thoughts and your beliefs and your emotions as facts and reacting to those rather than what the situation actually is. Um, yeah, so that's it in a summary. Just thought I'd come on and share that because it's been a while since I've been on here. And um, I've been talking about this book interpersonally, but thought that it'd be great to talk about it here on audio just give some food for thought um, and you look at the challenges that you're facing right now in your business. This is a new quarter. Um, it's a new opportunity to try out new approaches to maybe rethink some of your stickier problems and to reuse some of these strategies that I've outlined um, or highlighted from this book uh, to really be able to approach those problems with new eyes and uh, yeah, be able to be more successful. So hope everyone enjoys their weekend, and I will plan on really being here more often and sharing more about what I'm learning and how I'm putting it into place in my own life. Um, but I can tell you in terms of these four steps, for sure, I've been doing a lot more of this, um, a lot more showing up and really realizing like, where my emotions are coming into place in terms of being afraid of really making some major pushes forward in my business. Um, and then this idea of like the walking my why, uh, really trying to focus on taking more of a long view perspective. So a lot of the things that I have been telling myself in this particular quarter that have been very impactful for me and helped me really move my business forward have been, uh, one, launch before you're ready because I tend to wait a long time and think that things need to be perfect. So that's my way of, of prompting me to have a bias towards action rather than towards studying the second piece that I've really been focusing on is really trying to reframe my definition of success around momentum rather than outcomes because when you're working towards an outcome that is particularly hard, one that is complex, um, it's really easy again to be disheartened and it violates the fourth one that I talked about, the sort of tiny tweaks and tiny uh, small steps that I've really talked about. So um, that's how I've been doing this is really reminding myself of the momentum I have and the momentum that I have created and the momentum that I am continuing to create to move my business forward. And then um, that's the first thing that I brought up around launching before I'm ready. So really focusing on, again, bias toward action and kind of detaching from the fear that I feel about things moving um, forward. Uh, so yeah, hope you have a great day.